The salvation of our souls is a metamorphosis, a process of becoming Christ-like, which is the process of godliness. It was mentioned in last week's prelude that the salvation of one's soul is a greater miracle than the actual six 24-hour-day creation of the universe. Some were taken aback by this statement, but consider Hebrews 1, 10 through 12. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thine hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest, and they all shall wax old, as doth a garment, and as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail." The earth and its universe will soon be folded up like a handkerchief and changed. It is finite. Keep in mind that Jehovah was someplace other than the universe and someplace outside of time when he created them. Jesus prays in John seventeen eleven and also verse 21 and 22. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one, as we are, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me, and the glory which thou gavest me I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. Eternally one with the Father through Christ, who by the word of his Father created this universe, is a miracle greater than the universe, and this is a colossal understatement. Allow this truth to underscore Hebrews 2.3. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? Dear Visitor, Have you neglected this great salvation? Have you yet to be born again? Let today be the day all your sin and shame is washed away. Let today be the beginning of your glorious eternal miracle. Let today be your day of salvation. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Do it right now. We'll wait for you here. Now for today's subject. God said, Jeremiah chapter 2, 11 through 13, Hath a nation changed their gods, which are yet no gods? But my people have changed their glory for that which doth not profit. Be astonished, O ye heavens, at this, and be horribly afraid. Be ye very desolate, saith the Lord. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewed them out cisterns, broken cisterns, that can hold no water. God said, Isaiah 42, 8 and 9, I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. Behold, the former things are come to pass, and new things do I declare before they spring forth. I tell you of them. Man said, we have a better way than the God of the Bible. We will create our own gods. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said. This is feature article 564 that once again proves the supernatural accuracy of God's Holy Bible. These features are archived on this site in text and streaming audio for your edification as and as ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. And every Thursday Eve, God willing, 
they grow by one. Thank you for visiting. Let your faith be multiplied. God's Word is living water for the soul. God's words are the inerrant and perfect instructions of life, but the unredeemed have rejected this living water with acrimony and have viewed out their own solutions, solutions whose fruit is always deadly, always. These skeptics of carnaldom have constantly challenged the supernatural veracity of the Bible, but have failed time after miserable time. For 6,000-plus years, Satan has paraded before the sons of Adam his brightest, most articulate, and most reasoned to challenge the fidelity of Holy Writ, only to fail without exception. Be of good cheer, childlike believer. Your faith is founded on the rock of ages. In the beginning, when Eve and Adam fell to sin and death, the standard mode of carnaldom was established, which is, When given the opportunity to choose, he will reject the way, the truth, and the life with predictability. Adam and Eve were immortal and living in paradise, and God gave them two choices, which established the principle of free will. Genesis chapter 2, verse 9. And out of the ground uh, made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Genesis two sixteen and 17, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. Unfortunately for Adam and Eve and all their progeny, they chose the wrong tree. At this point, they chose death, and tree switching has been and is the pattern of the unsaved. In the beginning of this feature, you read Jeremiah 2.13, which reads, For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me the fountain of living waters, and you them out cisterns, broken cisterns, that can hold no water. A few examples of how men you out broken cisterns follow uh, before we consider the front page of the December 2011 issue of Scientific American. There is life in outer space. It's called heaven, and there are extraterrestrial creatures, angels for starters. Man, of course, rejects the biblical record and use out SETI in the 1970s, a colossal array of electronic ears listening for life in outer space. They refuse to be aware that the bloodwashed have already heard from heaven and in fact carry on a continuous dialogue with Jehovah and his Christ, the creators of all, and actually interface with angels, extraterrestrials that are on this earth, agents of God. The SETI folks, whose acronym stands for Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, haven't heard anything yet. Now listening for decades without success, they have recently redoubled their efforts, expending enormous amounts of cash. But unfortunately, they are using the wrong equipment, broken cisterns that can hold no water. The Higgs boson is again front and center in the news. The Higgs boson is called the God particle, which scientists believe must exist. They postulate that this invisible particle is the foundation of all matter. They have spent billions in underground laboratories, the latest being the Goliath, called the LHC, which stands for Large Hadron Collider, which is located in Europe. They hope to discover the Higgs boson and unravel the mystery of dark matter and dark energy. 
As you should expect, the answer to their quest is clearly outlined in the scriptures. God created all that you see out of that which is invisible, literally speaking it into existence with words. God, the source of living water, has already solved the mystery. But carnal men have chosen a broken cistern, one which will not hold water. The two subjects just mentioned have been addressed in some detail on God Said, Man Said. For more information, just type in the subject in the search bar above right. Man will constantly pursue the wrong, its basic fallen nature. God speaks in Deuteronomy 30, verse 19, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. Consider the cover story of the Scientific American magazine. The headline reads, The Machine That Would Predict the Future. The subheading of this feature story reads, If you dropped all the world's data into a black box, could it become a crystal ball that would let you see the future, even test what would happen if you chose A over B? One researcher thinks so, and he could soon get a billion euros to build it. End of quote. Another short excerpt from the feature reads, But the heart of the Future 1CT project is the Living Earth Simulator, an effort to model the myriad social, biological, political, and physical forces that work in the world and use them to gain insight into the future, end of quote. Carnal men are again creating a broken cistern. The Word of God not only actually tells how it all began, how all things are constructed, how we got to where we are, but also clearly foretells the future personally and globally, even defining where all this is going. God lays out two trees, two doors. We have to make the right choice. In God's word, he tells the past, the present, and the future. He gives directions concerning our health in the present and how the results of our choices will play out in the future, addressing a wide array of subjects from proper diet, mental positioning, even instructing in the power of the spoken word and harnessing the psychology, physiology of the placebo effect. His instructions are foolproof and the results of rejecting God's directions are clearly seen by those who want to see, yet carnal men reject predictably. It's just natural. God's book of the past, present, and future instructs concerning all moral issues as well as financial issues and so much more. But man will reject God's word for a broken cistern. Here is a very short list of predictions in God's book of the future concerning the earth and its inhabitants. Wicked men will wax worse and worse until wickedness has come to a fool. A one-world monetary system will arise, and he who controls the money controls the world. This subject is presently in the news. A one-world religious system will arise. Efforts to bring this to a pass are afoot. The world governments will align themselves against the small nation of Israel. This is presently forming. Israel will be attacked by the world's nations in a great battle of Armageddon. The actual casualty count has already been reported by the prophet Zechariah. The number is... Point six 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 of the Israelites. Jesus Christ will return at the battle of Armageddon and destroy the armies of the Gentiles, and Satan is bound up in the bottomless pit. Jesus Christ will set up his thousand-year reign upon the earth. 
The Word of God predicts that at the end of the thousand years, Satan will be loosed for a little while and will gather the nations in one last battle against the Word of God. God destroys all the wicked. At this point, the white throne judgment takes place where God judges all the people of the world from Adam forward, even fallen angels. The Bible, the book of the future, now states that God will, at this point, destroy this present world and its heavens with a loud sound and a fervent heat. Now God creates a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwells righteousness, and eternity begins. God's predictions of future events are addressed on God Said, Man Said in considerable detail. We recommend you visit the series beginning with the feature, 21 Signs of Doomsday, Part 1. In the beginning, Eve and Adam chose the wrong tree. They went the wrong way, and the sons of Adam will consistently follow suit. God said, Jeremiah 2, verses 11 through 13, Hath a nation changed their gods, which are yet no gods? But my people have changed their glory for that which doth not profit. Be astonished, O ye heavens, at this, and be horribly afraid. Be ye very desolate, saith the Lord, for my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewed them out cisterns, broken cisterns, that can hold no water. God said, Isaiah 42, 8 and 9, I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. Behold, the former things are come to pass, and new things do I declare, before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Man said, We have a better way than the God of the Bible. We will create our own gods. Now you have the record.